0: Hi, everybody, this is the Chocolate News Podcast, and today's show is sponsored by the Ohio Lottery. I'm your co-host, John Alexander-Reese.
1: And I'm your co-host, Morgan Angelique Owens.
0: And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955, and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea?
2: Fine, John. How are you doing?
0: I am doing fantastic. So, Andrea, what's the chocolate news of the week?
2: Well, we're going to get started. And it's been a very interesting week. With We have um, two significant cases. Both trials are, um, one's just getting started, another one's in the midst of, of its trial. Both, um, one is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial that's going on in the Kenosha, Wisconsin. And the other one is the um Aubrey Arbery case where the three men or at least the, the father and the son are on trial right now and they've just started taking testimony in that case in the Aubrey case they've shown um video footage of the scene um it's, it was very graphic and now they're starting to take testimony of who saw what who knew what in the Aubrey case so it's very very dramatic I know we the Cincinnati Herald put up a story earlier about how the men believe that they were justified in shooting Amon Aubrey because of the slave era law that they believe gave them um, legitimate reason why they could go after him and do what they did. It's a stretch, I believe, and the prosecution is being very methodical um, in presenting their case against them and um, showing that Either they did know or didn't know who the guy was, why he was around, and things like that. So it's going to be interesting what the prosecution does, trying to prove the case against the father and the son, and then what the defense does in response, try to justify why they did what they did. But in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, which today was dramatic testimony, Kyle Rittenhouse took, took to the stand to talk about what happened. And he presented a defense of where he was um, an angel of mercy, so to speak. He was out there to protect a friend's, um, a store, I believe it was, or a business. And with a group of people, he was, because he's trained in first aid, he was trying to be a medic, go around, quote, helping people. He kept saying that he was a friendly, friendly, but then things got a little dicey. Um, during the trial when the prosecution took over for cross-examination and the judge had to interject himself in the trial when the prosecutor asked the question about something that had not been permitted into the trial, but even though Kyle had opened up the door by talking about it. So um, again, a very, very, very interesting day in terms of law and order, so to speak. And then the um, third case, is the one that I know you're really interested in is Astro World with Travis Scott, I believe.
0: Yes, Travis name? Scott.
2: Travis Scott. I'm not a big Travis Scott fan. I'm not a big fan of rap music all that much because, you know, I believe you need to make sense when you rap, even though there's great background music. Oh, so <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> i That's so not the new age better. rap. <laughs> but, well, I'm more of a fan of house music than rap music. So that's okay. my, my thing. I mean, house music, look, I, I listened to a guy who um, puts videos on YouTube from Canada about house music and everything else. I'm a huge house music fan.
1: So you won't be turned up with me at the Ratchet clubs, I guess, or or? Uh, no.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? I take that back. There are some rap artists who are really good and yeah. they present a good story. and the music blends well, but those are few and far between Between the four who are, say, disparaging things about women, and I can't get past that. I don't care how smooth your beat is, how much you can groove and get down and energize the crowd. If you talk bad about people, I can't listen to you, and that's the majority of the rappers, and I know they present this shtick and this brand, and they have this hard street life, and the street soldiers and blah 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 blah. That's all fine and wonderful. But at the end of the day, if you want my attention, you know, you gotta speak well with people, especially women, because we go through too much to hear That's that fair. You know, that is fair. It's, and and I mean, but again, Missy Elliott got honored this week for what she has done both in front and behind the scenes for hip-hop. And her her lyrics are justified and down, and you know. I love Missy Elliott and, you know, anyone else who comes and um, gives you a good vibe in the hip hop world. And again, there's a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of bad ones, too. But that 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 being said, Astroworld, um, I'm all for a good concert. I love the crowd scene, standing outside, listening to some good beats and good rap and things like that. But at the same time, you have to be able to manage the crowd and control the emotions of the crowd. Otherwise, what happened in Astro World will happen anywhere. And I think it's sad that eight people lost their lives. Um, And I think it's sad that we're, you know, what we're hearing, the outcome. Travis, he sponsored a good event. But at the same time, you can't leave your event. You can't go off and party while it's still going on. If you're hosting it and you got money involved, you got to stick around. Because you got to be responsible because at the end of the day, when a tragedy strikes, the difference between the crowd being for you and against you is staying around and showing up and being responsible. And unfortunately, it's after the fact that he's been somewhat responsible. I think this is making him grow up fast than ever before. And I think business-wise, he's going to take a knock or two before this is over with. I mean, it's a sad situation. But I mean, when when a concert goes right, it's fantastic. But I think Cincinnati has witnessed when a concert goes wrong, what can happen. Everyone who's in my age group remembers what happened at the Who concert. And I was a kid when it happened. But the ramifications of what occurred is the reason why we have certain things in place at concerts to protect the people so that doesn't happen. And because of those protections, we don't hear... That many stories of things like Astro World,
0: but that's just me. Well, um, I am a fan of Travis Scott, probably not the biggest fan, but I was a fan when I first heard him at uh, Rihanna's concert. Rihanna came here in like 2016 in Cincinnati and I immediately downloaded all of his music. He's, he's a really good rapper. I like him. But uh, I gotta say, I was very, very disappointed. Well, not just dis- saddened and disappointed to hear what happened because. <laughs> I've seen, I've been looking into, you know, just Travis Scott and just his concerts in general and him just, you know, egging people on. I saw one video when he was encouraging a fan to jump into the pit. The fan was like on the second landing and I was like, wow, that's, that's really not cool. And then obviously, you know, with the eight people dying and hundreds injured and now I just read, you know, a latest report where a 22 year old college student She's brain dead mm-hmm. and a nine-year-old was placed into a medically induced coma. So the news just keeps getting worse. It's such a tragedy that this happened at a concert, but it's just like he had the power to stop that concert and he could have said just, you know, hey, just cool it. It's like people are drowning. They can't breathe. You know, there's emergency lights on, you know, just he had the power to stop it and he didn't. So that a lot of the blame is on, is on him.
2: Well, I mean, it, it is a sad situation, you know, artists who try to do good, but continue to do bad habits. Unfortunately, a lot of rappers, well, no, a lot of artists, a lot of singers have bad habits of you know, hanging out with the crowd, encouraging some negative activity, you know, going off and do their thing, even though know, something's still going on. He treated it like, you know, a gig and, but he sponsored the gig and You know, unfortunately, this is going to force him to grow up more than he wants to. You know, that might be a good or bad thing. I don't know. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to take on a responsibility of hosting an event, putting money behind it, putting your name connected to it, then it's your responsibility to stick around and make sure it happens on the up and up. Because at the end of the day, we've seen enough tragedy over and over again where people sponsor something and then they've gotten burned.
0: Yeah, getting sued and losing money does make you grow up very quickly. But uh, but yeah, it's just a really sad event. I hate that it happened like that. And I just hope that artists just, this is a reminder for artists that, you know, you can't do this these type of things and you have to have like, and I think just overall, I think a lot of people just forget about safety and how important safety is. People just ignore like safety meetings, they ignore safety precautions, but you can't because That's literally like life or death. You can't ignore safety precautions, you know? Right.
2: I mean, it's like, it's not good to yell fire in a movie theater because of the chaos it can cause. Um, You have to be responsible about action. But I think at the end of the day, it's sad what happened. But you know what? I might end up listening to him on YouTube just to hear what his sound sounds like. Just never know.
0: Yeah he's, yeah, he's definitely not on my, you know, he's not on my band list, like R. Kelly, obviously.
1: You know, part of that is his team, because, you know, he, he didn't organize at all, you know, not to say, you know, he's not at fault for something, but it takes a lot of people, a lot of moving parts to do a, a concert that big. You know, yeah. I think it starts with everyone, you know, everyone I think has a, a part to play in that because especially, you know, I do events, I'm not saying I do a large scale event like that or take for instance, some of our bigger festivals, you know, if something were to happen at Cincy Music Fest, you know, who's responsible for that? Is it, you know, the, the artist that is on stage? You know, ultimately I think someone, some other people behind the scenes, didn't account or, or do their job or let something happen that shouldn't have happened. Even, you know, the camera people in the crowd should have stopped or, you know, the music um, people that played the music, you know, should have stopped the music should have did something. I think some other people should be definitely held accountable for that.
2: Oh yeah. I mean the production team alone, what, what role did they have in all of this? Because at the end of the like you said, Morgan, there are so many moving parts. On doing an event like that, I mean, it's it's unbelievable, you know, down to the security, down to who's coming, who's going, moving people from here to there, moving the band equipment, um, making sure people have access to the bathrooms and food and right. things like that. Even though it was outdoors, there's still logistics right. and everything else. So, I mean, it, at the end of the day, unfortunately, somebody dropped the ball and right. a lot of people paid for it. But, you know, I've heard other reports talk about the mentality of the crowd moving, rushing forward. Something started that, that got everyone moving forward. And I haven't heard yet what that something was that got everyone moving. You know, I just, I just don't know. I don't know what that, you know, it could have been someone shooting off or blowing up a balloon or, um, you know, someone to say, we need to run to the stage, you know, and everyone said, Yeah. You know it could have been something innocent and yeah, I
1: mean, yeah you mix with alcohol i'm sure people were smoking it up and you oh, know yeah. just bad behavior but at the end of the day it's a tragedy nonetheless so oh, yeah, prayers definitely. go out to everyone affected most definitely. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely definitely so but that is our chocolate news for the day
0: let's take it away with morgan and she's going to discuss some beauty lifestyle and culture so take it away morgan
1: Yes. Well, let's get into it. Welcome everyone. Again, my name is Morgan Angelique Owens and I am here with my awesome, awesome guest, Tammy. And she has actually been featured a couple times in the Herald Beauty column for her business. So I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Tammy, can you hear me? I
3: can. Hi.
1: Welcome. You want to introduce yourself to the audience?
3: Yes, thank you so much, Morgan, for inviting me. Um, I am Tammy Westmoreland. I'm the founder of Cute Cosmetics, LLC, as well as their voice of Greater Cincinnati. So I run Cute Cosmetics. We are a full line cosmetic line where I started that about seven years ago with my daughter. I'm a way just to raise awareness for families affected by cerebral palsy. Hence, we have the tagline, Cute for a Cause, and that's what a cute. Um, another way we just be able to give give back and donate to the CP community in honor of my son, Dejante, passed away ten years ago. So it's just my way of being his voice and spreading awareness.
1: Have you always been in love with beauty? I mean, you have a lipstick collection, you have um, nail polish. You know, what made you want to get into the beauty field?
3: Well, I have always been, I guess, the girly girl of my mom. She has three daughters. I've always been, I guess, considered the prissy one. Um, I've always loved makeup, heels, anything fashion and beauty. I've always loved that. Um, but when my daughter was born um, 11 months after my son passed away, it was important for me to keep his memory alive and be able to educate her and tell her all about her brother. And at the age around one, she decided she was in love with lip gloss. I used to be one of the ones who went and shopped at Victoria's Secret where they had the two for 15 or something. And so I always had this lip gloss and she would wear it all the time and she always would compliment others and myself and say how cute you are how cute she was um and so it was just like okay well maybe I should start I knew there was more that God wanted me to do I just didn't know what and so this was just the, the first step of me knowing that my purpose in life was to be the voice that my son never had and I'm like what other way to do it and to be cute like everyone who doesn't love a good lip gloss are now a good lipstick um so I just thought it would be a great way that me and her can do something together could continue to bond and build our relationship as well as be able to keep her son, her brother's memory alive and me be the voice that he never ever had as well as other voices for other children. So yes, I'm the girly girl. The nail polish was like a no brainer. My husband said, why, you know, because I've been a nail tech, a licensed nail tech for darn near like 20 years now. And so that just came about um, because me, for the love of, doing nails and keeping people natural nails looking healthy and beautiful. We did a whole full line of vegan nail polish. So that's how that
1: came about. But I've always been a girly girl. I love it. Me too. Um. So, you know, Black women are really doing the thing right now, especially in the beauty industry. You know, it's a billion dollar industry. We have a billion dollar spend. I love how you're creating not only a legacy, but a wealth legacy for your daughter, because I'm sure she wants to take over uh, the beauty business. How How does it make you feel being a Black woman, being in the beauty space, being an entrepreneur, seeing how we are just flourishing in 2021 and beyond? You know, how does that make you feel as a Black woman?
3: It makes me feel very powerful. Um, I look at my daughter and I have learned, although being, I've been a mom since my my oldest son would have been 26 if he was still here. And I knew, I've always heard how they say kids are like sponges. They watch everything that you do. And she is the true, like that is who she is. Um, She watches everything I do. If she was on this call right now, she would tell you that she's the CEO, not the COO of Cute Cosmetics because (laughs) because of her that it started. So we go back and forth with With that, but she already is a huge part. She has been to events. She helps market and advertise um, the lipsticks and the lip glosses. um, And just to see that she is actually wanting to be her own entrepreneur. She's a whole author now. So she saw that I was an author and she wanted to be one as well. So just knowing that I have that power to empower not only my own daughter but other young girls and other women because I speak with women all the time who inbox me and tell me to keep going and don't stop um, because of because of what I'm saying and because of what they see me doing a lot of them have branched off and started their own business and have wrote their own books um and it makes me proud that I am a black woman who just a little girl who just had this little dream and actually it wasn't even a dream it was just a purpose that God gave me and I'm just out here just living that purpose and trying to do the best I can to not just make my son in heaven proud, but my family and my friends and just myself as well. So it's a very, very um, powerful, powerful, inspiring thing to be a Black entrepreneur in 2021.
1: Yes. And I will just say, I am super proud of you also. I have watched you grow, have watched you just blossom. And, you know, I, I just don't feel a lot of Black women get the shine they they deserve, um, you know, I've been blessed to have been able to get my shine, but I've kind of made it my mission to make sure I shine a light on, on others, because I do think you are under the radar, Tammy, and I, but I do think you are an amazing, and you're doing amazing things, um, especially your annual fundraiser, which a lot of people don't know about, so do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes,
3: and thank you so much, morning because, you know, I watch you, and I'm, you, like, I see you, and I'm, like, and other, other women in the industry, and it just makes me keep going, just. Just your drive, and I've watched you grow too from back when we didn't even know each other and took pictures together. Like, wow, you got <laughs> yes. so much. Um, and so it's amazing. But their voice of Greater Cincinnati, we just had our fourth annual fundraiser. Again, everything I'm doing is in honor of my son, it's because God put that fire inside of my belly, inside of my spirit, and told me that there is more for you to do that you're just not supposed to be the voice that he never had, but you're supposed to be helping so many other families. And so their voice of greater society was launched in 2018. Um, Our mission is to inspire, uplift and support our families financially, emotionally, physically, and mentally through all who are affected by cerebral palsy. So we do that, we raise money. We've been able to help families with vans, get vans, get a down payment for vans, get medical equipment. We recently started a respite care program because having a child with special needs is very hard so I want my families to make sure that they're taking care of self because if they're not taking care of self there's no way that they can continue to properly take care of their kids with these special needs so we do that we have a birthday giving fund program that we do in honor of my son Dejounte in November and in honor of my husband's son Jordan in the month of September who also had cerebral palsy and passed away when he was five when he passed away. Um, so we do a lot of things for families affected by super policy. I'm just really um, proud and thankful to uh, those who have helped us, like Cincinnati Children's and now the United Way. We also have started recently a support group, a virtual support group that is every Wednesday at this time, 7 p.m. And then we do another one at 10 p.m. Um, but thankfully, I have a partner who's running that right now. But so it's just been really growing. We have families from all over in California and Detroit, Indy, Florida, Ohio, Kentucky, who's just joining us and just they love that they have a place to come and share their experiences and they're not going to be judged and they have people who can say, we understand what you're going through. So it's just been an amazing journey. Um, it's a scary journey and it's a very emotional journey, but I know that God has given me this purpose for a reason. And I'm just thankful to even have people like Morgan to allow me to utilize my voice and share what we're doing with their voice and with cute Cosmetics. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I know you're inspiring a lot of people out there so one final question, and I love to end on this. So what, and you've answered this in your article, but I want you to name three different ones. So three beauty products that you can't live without.
3: Oh my gosh. So yes, it's three of them, definitely all from Q Cosmetics, because what I've learned <laughs> that it, you have to rock your brand. You are your brand. Because if I'm wearing yeah. something else, someone asks me, I'm like, oh, so everywhere I go, I always have to one." So we have one that's called our Fresh, I named it Fresh Cutie. It's infused with peppermint it's a menthol peppermint flavor and that was the way we replaced our people who wore carmex so i had mm. to get get rid of carmex and they replaced it with that so all my carmex wearers they would love the fresh cutie it comes in a tube like the carmex did or you can come in it comes in a stick so i love that um, my other go-to is since um, i don't like to put on foundation every day so I have, we have colored liners and since mm-hmm. green is, it represents cerebral palsy, I rock my green liner all the time. We also have um, a midnight blue. We also have a wine color. We also have an orange poppy color, perfect for the holidays. Um, so I love to have that. And that way it gives your eyes a nice pop, even if you don't have any makeup uh-huh. on. Um, and then my third, I would say either a good mascara or a great lipstick. Um, just for when you're going somewhere and you just want a nice pop of a color. We have some amazing mineral and mattes, which people are kind of shy away from mattes, but mattes are because they think they're drying. They dry your lips out, but not our mattes. They keep your lips moisturized and you can wear them all day. So a good lipstick, a good lip gloss, and definitely a good colored liner is my go-to, or my (laughs) go-to. Love it,
1: love it. Thank you so much. Please tell everyone, how they can support you, where to follow you, and your website.
3: Definitely can follow me on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram, um, at Cute Cosmetics on Instagram. We're actually on Snapchat as well and Twitter, all under Cute Cosmetics. Facebook under Cute Cosmetics LLC, as well as Their Voice at Greater Cincinnati. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And our website is www.cute, that's Q-U-T-E, Cosmetics with an S, Dot com, And then you can also go to theirvoice95.org, that's T-H-E-I-R-V-O-I-C-E, the number nine, the number five, at dot .org.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Tammy. John, back over to you.
0: Thanks, Morgan. And that was a great interview, as always. Thank you so much, Tammy, for coming on. And thank you, Morgan, for uh, expanding my mind and the viewer's mind with more beauty, lifestyle, and culture.
1: Anytime, John. <laughs>
0: And I also want to thank Andrea for coming on and uh, talking about the chocolate news of the week. Always appreciate it, Andrea. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. And you know me, I always try to stay abreast and I'll bring you more chocolate news next week.
0: (laughs) Yes. And you can find out more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thesesciaherald.com, the SESH newsletter or on our social media channels, we're on Facebook, twitter pinterest instagram and linkedin and once again i want to thank the ohio lottery for sponsoring today's episode of chocolate news make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app we're on apple spotify stitcher radio iHeartRadio, radio amazon music youtube and TuneIn radio so i'm mm-hmm. john alexander reese
1: and i'm morgan angelique Owens.
0: and have a great day